0: Welcome to Enter the Glory Zone with me, Dr. Edith Davis on 94.1 FM, Wave 94. Spiritual Believers, this is the year 2020 and the 5,780 year of the Jewish calendar. So, this has been an unexpected, some unexpected changes in our world caused by a small virus, the coronavirus. But I once again say that by the end of this year, we will see signs, wonders, and miracles. God will restore His people. Um, there are prayer marches. There are prayer marches across the country, Washington, D.C., the people are crying out and God says, if, if my people, if my people will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. God's not talking about the sinners. <laughs> He's talking about his people. Turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear their prayers. I will hear their cry. I will hear them and heal their land. So, as I say, we are crying out um, to the one and only true God, Daddy God, Yuhay Vahey, Lord God, Lord God, Yahshua Mashiach, Christ Jesus, our Messiah, um, Lord God, Holy Spirit, Yeru We are crying out for America. We are crying out for the world. We're praying, we're praying that we, the people of God, Will humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways, and God will heal our land. So, as you know, I had been, has started a series called How to Divorce Proof Your Marriage. And it's been awesome because I've been getting some really great responses because, I mean, it just basically tells it like it is, right? And these are the things that should be, we should hear in the the church, but we don't. So, we need to warn our brothers and sisters, we need to warn the people that we have an enemy and his name is Satan. The the ex-archangel Lucifer. And so, this is to uh, word that God gave me to protect marriages and to heal marriages so that they will go on and do the things that God has ordained them to do as a couple for the kingdom of God so but of course i I got eight episodes in and the Holy Spirit had directed me there was an urgency to talk or to reveal some secrets, some golden nuggets um, in regards to the five wise versions, the five wise versions and and this and this is very critical for us now because we must we must seek the Lord, and we must trust the lord in all our ways okay and in seeking the lord and trusting the lord he will not he will not let his people be caught off guard and unprepared for what is coming next so we want to be like the five wise versions they were resilient and they were prepared for it, they had a contingency plan. They had extra oil. Yes, guess what? It was it was heavy carrying that extra oil. It was probably awkward. The, the, the five foolish versions didn't have extra oil, so they didn't have the extra weight, the extra burden of carrying the oil, the extra oil. But the five wise versions. Had a contingency plan. Had a contingency plan. And guess what? Both the five wise versions and the five foolish versions both fell asleep. Both fell asleep. So let's do a quick recap so far of what the Holy Spirit has revealed to us about the five wise versions. This was a story, a parable, that Jesus um, had given to His disciples in trying to prepare um, His, His church, His bride, for His coming. And it was in alignment with The Jewish traditions of the bridegroom coming in the middle of the night, where the bride, um, and the bridegroom did not even know when he was coming because it was the Father, the Father that told the bridegroom, Son, it is time. So once again, the Father will tell Christ Jesus when it is time for us, for us to come to this. Uh, come to this end of our season before the rapture, right? Jesus comes and he he gets the church, he 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 takes the church from the earth so that the 7 years of tribulation will take go forth and so we need to be prepared for the wedding feast. So, and while the earth people on earth are going to be going through 7 years of tribulation, we the people of God will we have 7 years of a wedding feast. Our wedding feast with our bridegroom Christ Jesus. So, this is an exciting time for us and not a time to walk in fear. Or tribulation, but what we need to be doing is try to follow the directives of the Holy Spirit and in our sphere of influence, wherever we are, wherever we go, let us walk, let us walk with integrity, let us walk in love and share the gospel, the good news. That Christ Jesus came from heaven to save us, to shed his blood for our sins. And that if we, once again, receive his gift, his free gift, you can't earn it. It is a free gift that He gives to everyone on planet Earth. The whole world. One drop of His blood can save the entire world. Why? Because it was the Father. It is the Father's blood. The the Father decides the, the blood type. The blood type of the child. Not the mother. So, we need to Be prepared and understand that our time is running out. And we need to be about our Father's business and witness to as many people as possible that the Holy Spirit directs us to. We need to operate in love. We need to love our enemies. We need to love our neighbors. We need to be the good Samaritans. We need to be willing to give it all for Christ Jesus. And so one of the things that the Holy Spirit has been doing in preparing me to be more like the five wise versions is dealing with self-centeredness. Self-centeredness. And this is the, one of the things that if you want to have more grace, and guess what? God gives more grace. God gives more favor. But you have to be someone who is humble. And let's get this definition of humility Corrected because we have some, in, we have an incorrect um, teaching on humility. Now, everyone agrees that someone who is, who is bragging all the time and boasting about themselves and saying how awesome they are and it's all about them, we know that they're walking in pride and they're not walking in humility. That's an easy one. But did you know that if you are a person that is timid and if you are a person that is thinks that debases yourself... Uh, um, tears your uh, tear tear yourself down. Have low self-esteem. Um, you are all about I can't do it. I'm I'm nothing. I'm a worm. That is also pride, and that is not humility. People think that um, if I debase myself, if I I, I put myself down, that I'm I'm a humble person. No. Humility is believing what God says about you, and God says that you are his child, that you are the beloved, that you are the righteousness of God, that above all, he wants you to prosper and be in good health as your soul prosper, your mind, your will, and your emotions. This is what God wants. God wants the very best for us. So it's not about debasing yourself and it's not about elevating yourself. It's about believing the Word of God about you and walking in that. Walking in being humble. Being what? Not self-centered. Not having your thoughts on yourself All the time. Right? And guess what? If you do this, then the favor of God will more and more of the favor of God will come upon you because God can trust you because the number one quality of the What? The ten wise virgins. No, the five wise virgins. Because five of them were foolish. But one of the qualities is that they were dependent on Christ Jesus. They were dependent on the Holy Spirit. I believe the Holy Spirit... Told all 10 virgins to take extra oil, but that would be an extra burden carrying the extra oil. It would be heavy in their traveling to go to the wedding feast, right? And so five of them said, No, no, we don't need the extra oil. And guess what happened? The bridegroom tarried, he didn't come like what they thought. He was gonna come. They didn't know when he was coming. And guess what? Dun dun dun! dun, dun. The horn said dun, dun dun dun! That means the the bridegroom is on his way. Christ Jesus is on his way. And the bridegroom, the bride, all all the ten virgins woke up scrambling, trying to get their hair together, putting their dress in place, trying to get ready for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And guess what? The five foolish versions, oil was running out. The the lamp was sputtering and they saw the extra oil. And they assumed, I'm sure they thought about this. They assumed that the five wise versions would give them some of their oil. But they were wise; they listened to the Holy Spirit, they were resilient, they were resolved. they said, "No, go and get your own oil because if we give you our oil, then we both may be out of oil because they still didn't know when the bridegroom was coming and i and what, as I say in the earlier broadcast, how do you fill up your oil lamp? You read the word, you meditate on the word." You, you, you apply the word in your life. One of the one of the things that I'm known for is that when I get a word from the Lord, I apply it immediately. Immediately, I apply the word of God in my life. Why? Because I realize I got the revelation knowledge that when you apply that word of God. It's like it's like this energy, this 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 light from heaven just just bursts out of that activity and energizes you to do the things of God. So it has been um, an interesting adventure um, for me and others i my daughter is off to college now and my son is wrapping up his final year at lively technical college and i am just excited about their future because i've realized that the word that i've imparted to them over the years it will not come back void Joshua Caleb Davis and Jordan Aaron Davis are going to be mighty, mighty men and and a man and woman of God. And they're going to marry mighty men and a woman of God. Mighty man and woman of God. So I'm excited for their future and I'm excited about um, being able to spend time with my mother who is doing wonderful and I've enjoyed her immensely, but I want to get back now to the five wise versions. let's Let's delve deeper into the five wise versions. because guess what? In the end, they were able to be prepared to go into the wedding feast. And I believe, that they had just enough oil, just enough oil in time for the bridegroom, for the Messiah the coming of the Messiah. And if they had had not, if, if they had given the other foolish bridesmaids, foolish versions oil, then they would have ran out. I believe that they had just enough to enter into the wedding feast. And they said to themselves, that was the right decision. You know how you make decisions sometimes and you say, maybe I should have helped them or why, you know, because I really want, you want everyone, you want everyone to go to heaven. You want everyone to enjoy the wedding feast, don't you? I do. I have some very dear friends that are that they call themselves atheists, but I don't believe they're atheists. I think it's convenient right now. That's the status. Well, the status quo at the time, but I don't agree with that. And the interesting thing about these the, these individuals that I know is that it seemed in the beginning that it was, you know, just me, you know, not um doing as well not being where i wanted to be i had expectations of where i should be and this is what god had to deal with me he had to do some crushing of me because it's not about what i think i should be it's about where god where daddy god you hey bhai hey, thinks i where i should be and it's not about me it's about the father it's about being in the right place at the right time surrounded by the right people to do the things of God to do the things of the kingdom so as I um, reflect on on the the crushing that I've been going through dealing with self-centeredness dealing with pride and the thing about it is is that it's not the kind of pride that people think about it's the it's it's um it's that false humility where you you debase yourself and you you don't try to exalt yourself no this is what i think made those five wise versions those five wise versions they they heard from the Holy Spirit. They were, they were inspired to carry extra oil, which was a little bit more of a burden for them. But they were prepared for, for whatever would happen. They were prepared for the bridegroom. And they got to go to the wedding feast. And when the five foolish virgins got to the gate, and it was already shut jesus christ himself said depart from me for i never knew you how could that be we had gotten into a discussion about this um in the last broadcast how can this be because basically the wise five versions and the foolish five versions represent the church so now we're talking about people who think they belong to Christ Jesus. And guess what? They don't. And so that made me sit back <laughs> and reflect on where am I? Am I am I a five, wise, foolish version? Or am I a wise version? Now, I would like to believe I'm a wise version, but guess what? Those five foolish versions thought they were wise too. Thought they were going to the wedding feast. But they didn't. And guess what? So I need to examine myself. I know that I I um, would like to pray, have more quiet time with the Lord. I would very much like to do that. I would love to... Um, you know, just spend time with the Lord and, and, you know, just enjoy Him. I have a vision of a yellow beach house on the white, almost like sugary sand of Pensacola Beach, or um, there are some other nice beaches that that are in the Pensacola area. And I would love to just sit on that in my, on the porch of the beach house and right on the water and meditate and talk to God and have my family and friends come by and we would just just enjoy each other and listen to jazz cuz that's I love jazz and enjoy ourselves that's exactly what I would like to do right so we need to reflect and take inventory of ourselves and see where we are. And guess what? We need to be tithers. If you are not a tither, then you need to examine yourself. It's not about, you don't earn, you don't earn going to heaven by being a tither. You, the only way to get to heaven is through the grace of Christ Jesus through the acceptance of His blood. But as a demonstration of a changed heart of prioritizing the things of God and prioritizing God Himself, we need to be a tither. We need to be a cheerful giver. Tithing is a It belongs to God. You're not giving God anything when you tithe. And then you also need to what? You need to be a giver. You need to examine. Take a look at your checkbook. Look at your checkbook and see where you are or how you are spending money. Right? How are you spending money? Are you putting God first? Are you seeking first the kingdom of God and His righteousness? Are you tithing? Are you a giver? And um, I love Robert Morris' teachings on the blessed life and beyond the blessed life. And he talks about the multiplication factor. And he says, everybody knows about division. Everybody knows about subtraction. And people know about addition. But you love that multiplication when it comes to your finances, when it comes to having an abundant, prosperous relationships, healthy relationships with family and friends. Yes, all of these things are very, very important. We need to examine ourselves. Are we not for seeking the assembly of one another? Now, I know that we have the coronavirus and that we're wearing the mask, but guess what? You should not be forsaking going to church. What's awesome is is that God has protected our church, and we have been good stewards of what God has given us. And God has prepared us for such a time as this. And guess what? We were able to get from under—I mean, like close to what eight million dollars in debt—was wiped away because. We trusted God and it was right on time. So, we need to examine our finances. And then the next thing we need to examine is, what is God first? I have something called the first, first fruit principle that I try to walk in. And that is, I try to give, Daddy, God, you, hey, by hey, Lord, God, Christ, Jesus, Lord God, Holy Spirit, the very, very first moments of my day, I, I I open up my eyes and I talk to God and I ask Him, what's on His heart today? How can I show my gratitude, my appreciation, my love for Him today? How can I bring glory and honor and pleasure to Him today. Daddy God, you ate by hand. Lord Christ Jesus, what's on your heart today? How may I show my love, my gratitude, my appreciation to you this day? How may I bring glory and honor and pleasure to you this day? And then we have what? Lord God, Holy Spirit Lord God Holy Spirit what is on your heart today how may I show my love my gratitude my appreciation to you this day how may I bring glory and honor and pleasure to you this day Lord God Holy Spirit Lord God Yahshua Amashia Christ Jesus Daddy God Yuhay Vahay The first thought. My first thought. My first thought. Now, God had been prepping me and preparing me for the coronavirus. I had been doing Psalms 91 for just years before the coronavirus. That is the prayer of protection. And then about two years before that, God gave me a new song to sing in worship, which is about the blood of Jesus. And then... The year before the coronavirus, God told me to start taking Holy Communion. The other issue that I've been dealing with, and my doctor was very pleased, um, because Dr. Amos from he's that, he's an awesome doctor. Awesome. The doctor of doctors. And he's a vegetarian. And he had been talking to me for a while about becoming a vegetarian, or at least cutting back on the meat. And that's what I did for And I told him I had for over 30 days stopped eating meat and guess what I felt great I've started exercising again I've started you know working out because the body is the temple of the holy spirit and if we want to be prepared we don't want to be broken down we want to be prepared for the coming of the bridegroom I'm really excited about what God is doing with you and me. I know that we are going to be among the 5 wise versions, but I want to want you to reflect a little bit on this. 5 of uh, 5 the percentage of 5, right? to 10 is 50%. That means half half of the body of Christ may not make it to heaven. Now is this the last of the Mohicans? And once again this is not about being good or being bad. People think that only good people go to heaven. That's not true. And a lot of people think that only bad people go to hell. That's not true. The truth is, forgiven people go to heaven and unforgiven people go to hell. And you, you, and, and each individual, you decide on this side of eternity which way you're going to go. It's very clear that we have a loving father that loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son so that we could live with him in eternity so if you turn that down then you have made the choice daddy god Yuhei vahe doesn't sing send a single individual to hell not one not one. You choose. And I ask you today to choose Christ Jesus. Well, that wraps up for today the five wise versions. And if the Holy Spirit gives me some no more insights to share, I will. But I will, I'm i looking forward to getting back to wrapping up how to divorce prove your marriage. So I would like to close this broadcast with Romans ten nine. If you confess with your mouth that Christ Jesus died was buried and rose again and sits at the right hand of the Father by the way interceding right now for you and me and you profess that with your mouth You are saved. Thank you for once again joining me, Dr. Edith Davis, on Enter the Glory Zone on 94.1 FM Wave 94.